man. Oh, shit. I just got nervous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, let's pour some whiskey then. What do we got? Stag Jr. Nice. We may or may have not picked the nicest bottle on the shelf for this. (laughs) Yeah, we got to show off first time, right? I definitely... I definitely got really lucky to get a couple of bottles of Stag Junior. If you're if you're a bourbon guy, it's been my dad's favorite whiskey for past That's like right. five or six years. Um, and what's like this was when like it was still on the shelves, even here in Oklahoma City. So we like, I think my dad got a few bottles. I got a couple. I remember when you just walk into Blanton's and just grab a bottle of Stag Junior, and it didn't matter. Oh, in Byron's. Yeah, what I said, yeah. Blanton's. Blanton's yeah. is another whiskey. When you could walk into Byron's and just get a bottle of Stag Junior, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I was telling someone, uh, t- telling someone that story recently. They were talking about like all the stuff you can't find on the shelf anymore. I'm like, man, I remember you could find Stag Junior on the shelf, and they were like, back fuck you. My, <laughs> my back in my. Oh, are we allowed to cuss? <gasps> right. <gasps> I'm going to do it. Frick. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so alive. (laughs) You can give me a little tink. Yeah, that's right, man. First podcast. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Your hair looks nice. You get a haircut recently? No. Oh, you need to go see Max. I went Tuesday. Shout out to Max at the Annex. We need to have him on the podcast. Yeah, I talked to him about it. He's, I think he's he, a good one. Yeah, he's super down. He's uh, he's such a cool guy. He, uh, you still getting your nose hairs pulled out, or is that just me? When I feel brave enough, dude, it's really not that bad. Once you kind of do it for a while, yeah, it's uh, definitely the first one's kind of jarring. He had to actually put his foot up on my chest <laughs> the first time and like yank, but it was. Uh, it's really not that bad. I feel like it gets easier over time, but yeah. I've never breathed better. You hear that? It's good. <laughs> You sound great. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> for everyone at home. Uh, yeah, for those that don't know, we're this is our first experience with podcast equipment, yeah. and we are having way too much fun. It's been every time we've tested it and everything, we've just we pretended to be a radio show <laughs> too many times. 92.5. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, I go to I, I go to Max on Wednesday. Nice. Him, so it's always like I never do you. So do you schedule to get your nose hairs pulled? I don't schedule it. I typically just ask him when I'm there. Maybe I shouldn't say that because he's nice to me, but I probably should schedule it because you yeah. can schedule. But it just takes a second. So yeah. I'm usually like, hey, can you yank those things out of my face real quick? And he's like, yep, whatever. Does but, he ever accidentally yank something different? No. <laughs> Uh, no, he, he's very good about making sure my mustache, but it's one of those things, Ooh. guys out there, it's worth, it's definitely one of those things, like, I don't have to deal with it at all anymore, and that's, that's really a nice, thing. Laurel, huge fan, mm. yeah, she's like, oh, looking up in there, and she's like, oh, that looks nice, I'll have to ask Calisca what her, Let's what her opinion in is on, on nose hairs, maybe Let's, she likes them, maybe I should keep them, yeah, yeah. you never know, <laughs> girls got weird things, man, Does uh, a, let me ask you a question, does Alyssa think you're funny, I know Alyssa does not think that I'm funny, but she does, but she doesn't. Does she think you're funny? If I've got I've got two types of jokes. I think you're funny. Thank you. Uh I've got my Thomas jokes and then I have my I think I'm funny also. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh I've got I've got jokes my my Thomas humor and then I have my Alyssa humor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me an example yeah. of an Alyssa humor. I know Thomas humor well, but I yeah. don't know maybe Yeah, Thomas humor is like 
definitely like yucks is mm. a good way yeah, to explain yeah, yeah. that. I feel like. Yeah. Um, Alyssa humor is definitely more like dog. The, the, the puppy dogs. De- it's very dog based. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her humor is totally dog based. I get it. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Laurel thinks I'm funny, but she hates that she thinks I'm funny. <laughs> and uh, most of my humor comes from kind of poking fun at her at times. But yeah, she she thinks I'm funny, but she hates it. Like um, we, a lot of times I say jokes that she doesn't always get. Though my favorite one recently, I was telling you this the other night, but I want to tell it again. Was um, we've been watching through like a lot of the Spider-Man movies, mm. and she likes the Amazing Spider-Man more than she likes just like the other Spider-Man movies, and so she. She can never remember that Andrew Garfield's first name is Andrew. So she always just asks, is this the one with Garfield in it? And every single time, without doubt, that she does that, I make the same joke that she does not find funny. And I go, hey, it's me, Spider-Man. Boy, I hate Mondays, but I love lasagna. And she does not laugh. And I laugh for 10 straight minutes every single, hey, yo, being Spider-Man is kind of tough, just like the Mondays. Does Garfield have a voice? Is that? I have no idea. <laughs> but that's what I would imagine he sounds like. Do we, do we? Hey, Brian, can you pull that up? <laughs> what? Because they, because he's just like a cartoon. Yeah, he's a cat. He talks though. But like they made movies about him, didn't he? They did. I have a hard time believing that that's the voice they use for the movie. Though. <laughs> just like, day hey, it's me. <laughs> hey, kid, bring me a Budweiser. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds good. But she doesn't laugh. I don't think she knows who Garfield is. But mm. whatever. <laughs> what can you do? Did you share that picture of Spider-Man Garfield? <laughs> I did not. No. I, it was too late. I need to I need to show that. Yeah, we looked up a picture of Garfield dressed as Spider-Man. Was, yeah. yeah. There's a lot out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's good. So, Alyssa does think you're funny. Does she? I think... She doesn't think I'm funny, but she does. Like, Alyssa hates that she thinks I'm funny. I think it's kind of a similar thing. It is a similar thing. It's really funny whenever it's just me and her at home. Mm -hmm. And I think of a Thomas Humor type of joke. (laughs) And I'm like, this is just too good not to say. Mm -hmm. And I say it knowing she's not going to laugh at it. And then I I get upset about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's fun. No, that's good. You have to. You can't. You can't hold that in, though, you know. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta let it out. Oh uh, yeah, I would have to call you a lot. No, it's it, it, the funniest ones are like I'll be sitting there and I'll be laughing at like some stupid meme that like you or James, um, shout out James, um, that sends me, and I will just be cackling, like just dying laughing, and she'll be like, "What is so funny?" And I'll be like, like dread the fact that I'm gonna turn my phone around and show her this meme that is the most ridiculous, like <laughs> dumb thing ever, and she's gonna be like i don't get it <laughs> like i think it's hilarious i knew you weren't gonna get it yeah. but i'm <laughs> oh man that's funny no i actually um i go get my hair cut tomorrow or nice. not tomorrow with went on wednesday with wednesday. max nice. yeah dude i always he, he would be a great one to have on the podcast because i always end up getting talking to him like he'll be cutting the next person's hair and him and i'll still be having a conversation amen, amen. which is probably why i never get to ask him to pull my nose hairs <laughs> <laughs> no man he's great he's great to talk about business and he's great to talk about life i think he's yeah. uh he's one of those guys who's got a lot of solid life experience and just gone through a bunch of things and then also like having businesses and mm. being like really popular because i mean dude he's uh i mean he's the coolest a dude i've ever met yeah he's up there for sure he <laughs> oh, uh not the coolest <laughs> 
but no, he, uh, I mean, he's what? Like, a, he's typically like a month out. I like, yeah. there's nothing worse than when I check my calendar and realize I only have one more haircut. And I'm like, ah, man. I say that all the guys over at the Annex, like I go to Troy or different guys over there that are super good. And um, they they always cut my hair really well. But there's a lot of backups. Like, like I, you could go to pretty much anyone there, and yeah. they're going to do a good job. But yeah. it's like, there's something about going to Max. Like, he's just I, my friend. Exactly. You know? he's your friend too. Exactly. Like, he's like, just, go check in with you once a month. Like, I mean, see how you're doing. I uh, I just realized that um, because of Facebook and stuff, but I have been in Oklahoma for six years as of like two or three days ago. So um, that's that's crazy. You're, you're definitely in Oklahoma now. Ah, I think the six year mark. I started. I say y'all. Yeah. That I took am. that one took me a while, yeah. but it's it's in in my frequent vocabulary. Yeah, these days. for sure. Yeah. I definitely do it too. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm an Okie now. Yeah, I accept it. I love Oklahoma. I love same being here. same. It's a really good place. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it was it was one of those. I I know I've told this story like a million times, but we were looking at Oklahoma, looking to move to Oklahoma City like as a business opportunity. Mm -hmm. And it was very much based off of like demographics, competition, um, you know, what kind of opportunities we had. And I was like, we were anywhere we would have ended up moving would have been, you know, primarily for those reasons. Um, But it was our first trip. It was funny. We were driving down the turnpike at probably like 10, 11 o'clock at night coming from Springfield, Missouri. And, uh, drove in with Chad and Vincent, the original business partners, and like just immediately fell in love with the area. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, like everything's like so new here. It's, everything's really nice. Like the area we're in, it's like, it's been expanding like crazy. Like you talk to people and you're like, oh yeah, they'll like everything here wasn't, wasn't here 20 years yeah. ago. It was like the mall and then farmland. Well, that's the thing, thing that's crazy. I mean, even the six years that I've been here, like you remember at our old house, um, when we lived together, like where neighborhood jam is now was literally just a field for forever. True. Like when we first moved here and it's just funny to see, cause now it's fully developed. And then everything North of the quail store now mm-hmm. is like apartment after apartment. And they're kind of bridging that gap between like Edmund Guthrie kind of like, there's just more and more stuff at deer Creek. I mean, obviously around here, like there's a ton of stuff that's been developed out here. It is crazy. It's crazy to see how much it's grown. Uh, even in the short amount of time that I've been here. That is wild to think about, man. Like how much is like, how much, like if we could go back to like when you moved here, which was obviously only a year after uh, I moved here, mm-hmm. but to see what things look like at that point compared to now, I'm sure it'd be almost unrecognizable. Yeah, it's for sure. Crazy. We're going to be like this. And 20 years ago, it yeah. didn't look like none of this. <laughs> we're going to be those people that yeah. we are talking to. Well, dude, it's one of those things. One of the best parts about Oklahoma City is how fast it is expanding, though, and like all the opportunities that people have and all sorts of businesses. But it's just there's always something going on. Seriously. Mm-hmm. No, that was Will a big. Pass me a coaster. Okay. Oh, you don't, don't have an extra one? You just have one for yourself? Sorry. Whatever. You can have rings on your desk and then my fault. You know, that'd be a problem if this was actual wood. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is... <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that's a good point. But kind of going back, I think, you know, part of what we wanted to do on the first podcast was talk a little bit about how we got here, how this all kind of started and, you know, where, you know, obviously we want this podcast to be more than just about triad and business and stuff like that. But it's one of those things where I think it's a really important aspect of like why we came here, what we were doing, you know, what was it about, you know, between some of the other places that were on the, I don't know, I guess the ballot of like where to go, what was it really about Oklahoma city that you felt like, 
um, like, you know, obviously I know, but not everybody else does. Of yeah. Like, what What was it about Oklahoma City that was like, ah, this is this is the guy? How fast it was growing. Huge <laughs> opportunities um, within Oklahoma City and Oklahoma in, Oklahoma in general. Mm-hmm. I think had a lot of, of opportunities, and I'd love to tell this story too. But the time where uh, Chad Vincent and I were all sitting in the back of Supplement Superstores in Springfield, Missouri, where we used to work, and kind of how shout we got out us too. Yeah, shout out us too. Absolutely, learned a lot there. Still have a lot of friends there. Amen. Um, but uh, sitting in the back of the Springfield store, knowing like, hey, this is our plan. Like, we want to go open up our own store and mm-hmm. do our own thing. Um, and we cannot stay really anywhere in Missouri at that point. Yeah. Like, we can't go anywhere. Like, we can't stay close to home like but from there it's like we could move in pretty much any city Mm -hmm. in in the country so we literally just pulled out like i'm pretty sure i don't even know where it came from but it was like a like a map from like that you would see in like grade school (laughs) like in the back in the back of back of supplement superstores and just like literally like we're pointing out different cities and like at first it was like i think we were actually even looking at some like in like other areas of missouri um like small towns like joplin um, we, you know, looked at some stuff in Texas. Uh, we got going and like, look at, uh, places in Colorado a little bit. Uh, all like we actually, and then we even expanded further from that. It was like, okay, like why, why are we limiting ourselves to like, just like the Midwest in this area? Like, why don't we look at like, all, like each coast? So we started looking at like some cities out in California, all the way to Florida, like Miami was like a big option for us for, for a bit. Cause like, you know, we were young and very ambitious and like thought yeah. we could like take on anything. Um, but Oklahoma City was one that was on on the ballot and we were researching like demographics mm-hmm. and like all these different kinds of stuff. And like ultimately when we compared it to like all these other cities that we were looking at, it was like, man, there is a lot less saturation within mm-hmm. the industry, a lot less supplement stores. Um, so it'd be a lot easier to, you know, plant our feet and get yeah. going. Um, and it was growing at a rapid rate, like tons of people are moving to Oklahoma City. The stat was, I think it was 2,000 people a month were moving to OKC when we moved here. I'm sure it's probably more now, if not the same. It could be, yeah. And you know, and I think in retrospect, it's really funny too, because I don't think that this was necessarily, it could have been part of the thought process too, but especially now being here, it's like Oklahoma City very much feels like home, right? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, um, and I say that like I feel at home here, but I also like, there's not... Like, it feels relatively similar to growing up in Missouri. You know, it's not a totally different, like, demographic of people. It's it's kind of similar. So I think, you know, I think we would have made a mistake going somewhere so far east or west where, like, we would have gotten out of there or we would have gone out there and, like, you know, not to say, I mean, I'm from California, but it's like one of those things where I feel like places like Oklahoma, Missouri, kind of these Midwest, South places that we've kind of really, you know, dug our feet in for most of our lives, really appreciate the kind of um, things that we do, that the things that we feel like set us apart. I feel like Oklahoma is a place that really cherishes and appreciates the fact that we do that. I think that we would have struggled with our, you know, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for is, but like with our 
our hominess of like how we try to run our business from like the customer service standpoint, from trying to like make genuine connections with people. It's like, you know, you sometimes you get on East West coast and people aren't always as into that. They don't, maybe they're not into it, but like they, you know, they don't maybe value it as much as people do around here. And I think, you know, in retrospect, we, we probably would have had struggles with that because that's our whole business. I mean, our whole business here is making friends, making family, you know, like getting to know people on personal levels and it's that kind of hospitality, I think is maybe the word I'm looking for, mm. that I think is the thing that makes people like us as much as they do. And I just don't know if that would have had like carried the same weight somewhere else. You yeah. know what I mean? I think we could have potentially, that would have been rough. Have you, so I've got an answer myself, but I'm curious if you, have you noticed, like, would you say there are differences between generally the people in Springfield, Missouri and the people of Oklahoma City? Even just small differences? Um, I don't know if I've ever thought about it too much, but not a ton. Mm -hmm. I mean, there definitely is. Um, I think we're like Oklahoma is definitely a little bit, um, and I mean this in a good way, but a little bit more like Southern, like a little bit more Southern values. Um, I think people are, people are nice in Missouri. People are nicer here. I feel like people really appreciate kind of the hospitality that we offer that, you know, like come on in the house kind of like mentality. Dude, Oklahoma City, people in Oklahoma City, like not to like, you know, badmouth Missouri or anything, but Oklahoma City I just hate Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's people are just so freaking nice here. It was the our first week here. It's cliche to say because it's what everybody says, but it's so true. It like, is it very is a true. Genuine thing. I never felt like people in Missouri were rude or mean, like yeah. mean or anything, but it's Oklahoma City is just a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it sets a bar pretty high. But Alyssa was the one that mentioned she was like, I feel like we're in like Canada now. Everybody's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they get. Oklahoma, the Canada of the Midwest. <laughs> That's not what they call it. I think no, it is. I've heard. I've heard that before. Ryan, have you heard that before? Chime in. Never. <laughs> Ryan's listening to us talk about Oklahoma because he grew up in Oklahoma and we did not, and we probably yeah. sound like idiots. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> what you? You only mean mean people here? What's up? Well, I mean, I'm just. This is what I've always known. So yeah. You'd go to Missouri and be like, these people are jerks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely could understand that. I mean, just going on vacation and stuff like that. It's like, this isn't Oklahoma. These people, there's definitely a different standard. Yeah. There's definitely like, there's a pace about different places where it's just like, how do I, let me have this interaction last as little time as possible, which is funny because like our whole our entirety of our business is how do we make this interaction last as long as possible? How do I like become genuine friends with you? Like, how do I, how do I, and I think that that's one of the things that we do really well because that's just who the people that we are, but it's one of those things where it's like the, the taking the time. I mean, I have, you know, Dylan Singletary sat in the store for, two and a half hours the other day. And it's like, that's just not, and Dylan Singletary is a great friend of mine, but it's one of those things where we know him because of the store though. It's not like you knew him outside of the store and exactly visit you. Exactly. And he's, you know, we have so many of those customers that I genuinely love, but they're the like show up, grab a drink or a bar or both and pull the chair out at like over at the table and, and start, you know, just hanging out. And like, they might be here for, you know, a number of hours, it might be for 30 minutes, but it's one of those things where it's like, I love that the, the people want to do that though. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, 
it's one of those things that I do feel like maybe, and I can't speak for everybody, but it's one of those things where I do feel like maybe it wouldn't go over as well. Like people wouldn't want to do that. People, people and like maybe different areas, maybe that's kind of not their deal or what they're kind of looking for. But like here, I feel very much that's, and it's funny because I say this and Dylan's from California too, but um, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's funny though, because I feel like people do want to kind of like have that. I feel like, you know, people look for that wherever, wherever they go. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. Oklahoma is very much one of those places where like I, I don't know like I couldn't I couldn't get my hair cut by somebody that wasn't at the annex right mm. because it's like as much as I appreciate their their talent and their skill and like they're wonderful it's the best haircuts I've ever had in my life Max has taught me more about my hair than like anybody ever and it's not even close but it's one of those things where it's like the hospitality that he's shown me I value him and truly view him as a friend as well as somebody who cuts my hair but it's like one of those things where um, I can go in there and I feel like the Dylan in that scene, that situation. I want to pull the chair out and just hang out. Like he's my friend and I want to talk to him because it's just getting to see my buddy and, and my buddy happens to cut my hair, you know? And so I think that's a super cool aspect of this. And Max, just so you know, the first 30 minutes of this podcast is all about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I feel like legitimately there are even just small differences between the people of Missouri and the people of Oklahoma, even though they're very close and very similar, sure. I think, you know, if hypothetically, if we were opening up a business in Missouri, we would have to, we would have to do it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, you know, there'd be certain nuances to, uh, there's, a, there's been certain nuances to the way that we've had to run the business here in Oklahoma. And I think the general business model we have that it's like build relationships with the, with the customers that come in the door mm -hmm. has even potentially worked a little bit better here in Oklahoma. I think so too. But like, you know, I think about like, you know, the differences between, you know, just the, the, like the cultural differences between just as close as Missouri and Oklahoma. Like if we would have gone to Miami, like dude, I, I, we would have probably had a hard time like fitting in at all yeah. at that point. Like everybody would have probably looked at us and like, you know, these guys are definitely from out of town. Yeah, don't get, like right. they just don't get it. You no, know? for sure. Like they're too nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to Miami? Uh, I don't think I have. I've been the one time. It was fun. It was a cool place, but it is it's a different place for oh, sure. Oh yeah, you went for um Waterpalooza with yeah, Trace yeah. and Sadie. So that was a super fun trip. Like don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was definitely like one of those things where it was like interactions with people um just in general was very different than it is here, you mm -hmm. know, and kind of I feel like you get that in a lot of places, you know, where just interactions just it's just not like it is here. People I think the thing about Oklahoma is like people just give people the time of day here, like in a positive way. Like you're like, they, they're very focused on, uh, and this is funny because it's a big business value of ours, but it's like the, the most important person and the most important thing going on right now is the person right in front of you. Like the person you're talking to, the person you're making eye contact with, that is the most important thing going on right now. Not anything else in the store. You know, that's why we have, you know, first, second, and third priority things when it comes to working at Triad. And first priority things are the people that come in. That is the number one priority aside from anything else. And it's like, I feel like people lose track of that sometimes, but it's like, it is one of those things where, um, you know, people here just give people the time of day in that same thing. I mean, the grocery store and somebody sparks up a conversation and they 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 have a very good way of like, I don't know, making me feel like I'm the most important person that day. And it's like, that's such a cool thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it makes me feel great. I love it. <laughs> you like I, it? Yeah, I love feeling like the most important person. I don't know. I thought you didn't like attention. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. 
That's why you're on the podcast. That's why the podcast get, to get idea. Tom <laughs> to get Thomas out of his shell. That's exactly right. I'm really <laughs> trying to spread my wings in order to you know really find my voice. Are we gonna cash this bottle? Uh, I feel like it's going quick. I'm down. Nice. We've got we've got a backup on this it's one. Kevin's is expensive. <laughs> it would be expensive. Yeah. I got. I think I got both of those as gifts. Actually, that's nice. I was. I was actually counting the other day, and I think most of what I have up on the shelf is gifts. I don't know if you could see the shelf on the camera. You can't see it. It's over here. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of really nice whiskey over here. You guys just use your imagination. There's 147 bottles. It's crazy. <laughs> Cheapest bottle up there is five hundred dollars. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when we like when our collection was actually put together? Yeah, it was just that was wild. I had to buy new bookshelves because it was bowing the, it was <laughs> bowing the, and I was like, "This is gonna break." <laughs> you you moved to Oklahoma with a pretty nice collection, and yeah. you got me into it. Yeah, and I think I got I got into scotches first. That, yeah, the definitely. first first bottle that I bought myself, I still have is the Akintoshin. Yeah, Akintoshin's good. I hope that's how you say that. It is. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, it's Akintoshin. Mm. I one time I went through this like whole rabbit hole of going down like the YouTube of like how do you say all these like scotches because some of them are crazy. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, no, Akintoshin is correct. Yeah. Congratulations. Or I'm wrong too, and I just sound really confident about it. This is That's the thing. I always have to be like on my toes with you. Like sometimes you're going to give me things that to, like you're going to pronounce things wrong on purpose yeah. so that I – there's probably a handful of things in my life that I yeah. just say wrong because of Thomas. <laughs> I convinced you for the first like year that memes were called. This one's not true. <laughs> this one's not true. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, Kevin used to call memes memes. <laughs> this, like, he was like, oh, did you see this meme? And I was like, Kevin, what is a meme? And you're like, he's like, a meme. It's like a little picture, a little caption. I was like, Kevin, that's a meme. And he was like, oh, shit, have I been saying that wrong? And I was like, yes. This is 100% not true. <laughs> because the story used to go, used to, you, you it was it memes? I don't it know. was memes. <laughs> yeah. He used to try and convince me it was memes. Yeah, yeah, I think that happened. Yeah. Well, uh, Ryan, do you think it happened or no? I'm gonna say it didn't happen. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Ryan's fired. So <laughs> now I'm producing this podcast. Hey, shout out to Ryan for Ooh, producing yeah. the podcast. Uh, somebody the other day um, asked me. He was like, "Hey, man, you know, like, where do I find the podcast?" And I was like, "I have no idea." <laughs> I was like, we haven't even done it yet. But then I got to thinking about the fact that like I'm I'm not really having to to do that because Ryan has stepped in. So shout out to Ryan over here for being willing to edit us and put this all together and the literal hours of research that it took to find like all the different products or, or all the different equipment, which is the coolest thing in the world, by the way. Um, like, look at this. Like it moves. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> um, but just putting in all that research, that, it was super cool, man. And I think we, uh, uh, I think it'll be all the better for it. But um, this would, this would definitely not happen without him. Mm-hmm. Like we would be like, our best attempt would probably be, be so sad. <laughs> dude, it would probably be just our phone over there, <laughs> like audio and video. Yeah, we'd have like, oh, Kevin, I've got these uh, microphones off Amazon. They were 36 cents a piece of the clip on our shirt. You can't hear anything. <laughs> it would be great. And then we'd post it and people would make fun of us. People oh, yeah. are going to make fun of us anyway, but people would make fun of us for sure. Wait. They're going to make fun of us? They're going to make fun of you. I just said we <laughs> so that you would feel more involved. I use that joke on you. <laughs> <laughs> eh, Did we so. get the recording of me making fun of Thomas earlier? 
You've never made fun of me in your life. I'm too cool. I'm going to drink more. <laughs> oh, man. No, I do. But going back to us, like, starting to collect, that was a cool time, man. Back, It was, like, was fun. I really started, what, I guess the last year I was in Oklahoma, maybe the year before that, I started kind of getting into it. Um, honestly, it was Marshall. Uh, Marshall and I going to job because it was close to our um our apartment or our loft or whatever when we lived in springfield and getting to go to job quite a bit and go hang out with danny over there uh you okay i'm still learning (laughs) and we go hang out with danny and um job is a like whiskey lounge in springfield downtown and it was right across the street from where we lived and uh we'd go in there and just talk to him and try different things and um well hello stanley uh and after trying some different things we got to just found some stuff that i liked and then we just kind of went on from there we got a lot of requests for stanley to be on the podcast he just made an appearance He's not feeling. I've been trying to get him on this couch the whole time. <laughs> oh well. No, I think I remember going back and visiting you in Springfield at one point, and and you having a few bottles and like us drinking a couple of whiskeys, and then then you moved to Oklahoma City, and I I competed. I think two weeks after you moved to Oklahoma mm-hmm. City, I remember that. And I think the first time that I really started to like appreciate um, whiskeys in general was the night like the night after i competed you pulled out that orphan barrel that barber house yeah that's a cool that's the the funniest thing in the world i have this bottle of 20 year whiskey that like i did i think i spent 50 dollars on it and it absolutely should cost more than that it's um quite a bit of more expensive bottle than that Mm. um but the guy didn't really know what it was and uh he was like i don't know 30 bucks and i was like oh man i can't give you 30 dollars for this and he was like 50 bucks and i was like he was like no i appreciate you being honest with me 50 bucks it's yours and i'm like okay cool it's like that i think at orphan barrel barter house now like that bottle if you were to find it new which i haven't seen one ever since um i'd be pretty substantial i think yeah most like orphan barrel stuff like you're paying like four or five hundred bucks typically now yeah well like even retail i think it's like 253 yeah, or something yeah, they're like not, that they're yeah. not cheap at all so where did you say that guy where'd you find that it's just some little liquor store in missouri um i forget it was like kind of stashed behind a couple other bottles and i grabbed it didn't have a price tag on it didn't i couldn't and he scanned it it didn't pop up in the system and the guy was like i don't know my Dude. whiskey's guy is not here and i'm like oh gosh man have how your- did that get there? i feel like there's an interesting story how <laughs> <laughs> For you guys who didn't hear that, Ryan just hit the little door. <laughs> Way to go, Ryan. We've got a pretty professional studio, but like we're also still just in my house. So there's there's still door stops. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, man. You're not allowed to edit that part out. No, I want it in. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> Yeah. But I feel like there's like a like a story behind like how that bottle got there, like behind everything, not scanned in. Like yeah. it was like some like millionaire that's just like hiding <laughs> bottles of like really good whiskey around. Well, like. bless him. <laughs> yeah, funny. thank you. Yeah. Also, shout out to Ryan for giving me the red cable because that's the one I wanted. And he mm. got the blue one. It's our favorite colors. That's also for anybody interested. Why the uh, the UN and unsuccessful is purple because it's a combination of uh, Kevin and I's favorite colors. So how sentimental. <laughs> I really like that. Like Ryan just like nonchalantly like texted me. Or I probably did the same thing for you. Is like, what's your favorite color? I'm like, ah, probably blue. No, he's just... my favorite color already. Ryan and I are best friends. Oh, sorry. This is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's offended. <laughs> All right. 
uh and like did not like completely forgot that he even asked me and then he like and then you guys like showed me the um the what do you call it a little photo for the for the podcast thumbnail maybe thumbnail thumbnail or just cover art yeah our face smushed together yeah um <laughs> there's been a lot of funny feedback with our face faces smushed together yeah people really like it or really don't like it Alyssa is not a fan <laughs> Alyssa has told me multiple times how much she hates it. oh same <laughs> uh destiny our old roommate texted Alyssa and said how much do you hate this <laughs> <laughs> what, what's wrong with it what do they not like about it I don't know it's too much us yeah I don't know mm. it's what's Laurel think of it Laurel likes it. Laurel's nice, though, to me. So she probably hates it, but was just like, yeah. Oh, oh babe, it looks great. It's like, oh, it's your two faces smushed. That's nice. Flawless impression yeah, of Laurel. I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> that, my Laurel and my Garfield are my top two. It's <laughs> my two best impressions I've got. Mm. That's too funny. Um... Doing right over there. Doing good. Ryan, by the way, Ryan is a champ also. And I just gave him a shout out, but Ryan's a champ. He's switched out cameras a couple times. He's doing all sorts of stuff. So it's this true. is, and he's going to edit it all. And I'm just going to watch it. By this time, our phones would have died and we would have we would have just been talking. We wouldn't have even recording. noticed. <laughs> <laughs> just... So that's the only reason I've changed cameras is because I didn't plan ahead long, far enough and the actual camera died and my phone might be dying. Oh, man. Well, we you can plug your a, phone yeah, in. We get a power cord. Yeah. We got those. It's, you know. We, we charged, you tried to, uh, tried to charge the That's um, one. battery. Yeah. This is good like footage. That. Make sure we keep this in there. <laughs> you got to... He needs a... I got it. Oh, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a little thing. I got one. A brick. Is there an outlet over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right next to him. Is that the technical term, brick? Are we gonna edit? I'm sure this part's gonna probably get edited out. Yep. Oh, okay. Spoopy doopy beepy beep. beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> now we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Sucker! Now it's gotta stay in there. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited for people to watch this podcast and get an idea of what it's actually like to be around us because you know there's like the whole like oh you know Kevin runs like some successful businesses and then we get together and we are the two dumbest humans that have ever existed and so if we can do it amen <laughs> dude if we can do it i swear anybody can do it brian do you think that we're idiots never no oh, come on <laughs> he's a liar if you weren't around kevin he'd tell me he'd be like yeah you can do it. <laughs> Oh man. Um, um ooh. Yeah, we're gonna have to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back into it. <laughs> um no, I've actually been I know Ryan's probably well maybe he's not. He it's hard to read Ryan sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um I'm guessing he's probably excited, but I'm pretty excited to for him to transition to more full time mm-hmm. marketing, social media podcasts that kind of thing it's a dude that's always been like something i thought it would be really cool to have like someone that's just like 
their only job like on staff is to like take mm-hmm. photos, videos, create content, handle social media. Well, it's such an important part of business in today's world. You mm-hmm. know, like it's one of those things that it's like it's cliche, but it is one of those things where it's like you almost have to have, you know, somebody doing that. And Ryan's been really cool because Ryan just got brought on without that in mind. Like Brian, Ryan got brought on to just, you know, be another employee in the store uh, and kind of seize that opportunity and saw it was there for the taking and, and honestly has killed it. Like our social media is oh man remember when i ran our social media yeah <laughs> remember when i did social media for like gosh until ryan took over i think well no alfonso did for a bit it was terrible <laughs> i'm just kidding but it's not as good as it is now now no. it's like dude everything is just like it's a very impressive thing that um it's a lot dude it's so like it's, it was hard to do everything that i that i do currently well, maybe not quite as much as I do currently, but that and social media, man. Social media was like half my day. But just as the backup, too. Like, because yeah. I still see all the messages and everything that gets delivered. And it's like... It's probably even more and more. Dude, days, I, yeah. can, I could not imagine, like, spending my time answering all those questions. and everything, Which yeah. is, you know, it's great. It's why we have it. But it's right. one of those things where it's definitely like, a, oh, man. Like, this is this is a lot. Right. How do you feel about it, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely days where it's like, I just don't want to do this at all. But... It's when you get the content that pops off and does well. That yeah. It's like, mm. This is why I continue doing it. And yeah. Enjoy that's, doing it a lot. That's the fun part is when you have a post that just takes off like crazy. Yeah. And that, or, I mean, that's what I tell a lot of people. For me, it's been just a way to kind of flex like my creativity side. I, uh, I've always wanted to do something creative wise. Mm-hmm. And it's just another way for me to be able to do that. Whether it be a new video, a new post or. Yeah whatever that is dude i think a cool part is that you came in with like very little experience unless i'm mistaken but like you know when when you were just like going through training and passed your tests and got your certifications and everything and getting acclimated to the store like we started to pass you things like you know just answering the messages and then starting to take care of the comments Mm -hmm. then we started to pass you the content to post and handle now you're at the point where you're literally the one like you're the one going out and taking the photos, the videos, coming up with the the schedule and the ideas in the first place. Um, and, and you've learned, I mean, a lot of the Adobe programs uh, you've learned and uh, we and, and you bought like we bought a camera for you. You've gotten very good at using that. Mm-hmm. Um, even like you're like taking on like um, like even just the podcast equipment itself. Yeah. Like you did a lot of research in like finding the right podcast equipment and like how to do the edits and like put it like produce it all so like these are things that like i mean they're things that you can find on like everybody talks like you can find you can learn how to do anything on on yeah. youtube these days but yeah. you Shout legitimately are yeah. <laughs> you heard that youtube <laughs> Yeah. You know, we've been giving Ryan a lot of shout outs. I think we, it's time for us to turn our attention to somebody who's been even more important to the company. And that's me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see your worth on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying. I don't know. I feel like I've been funnier than you so far. Oh, you think so? <laughs> We're going to poll going. <laughs> see who's been fun. I don't know. I told my Garfield story is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. That's the second time I heard it, though. So I didn't laugh so much. Well, yeah. Well, it is a good one. I was. I was fairly intoxicated when I heard the first time. Dude, drunk Alyssa last night is the greatest person I know. I love her to death. She was in full swing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She does not shut up. No. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> she is. It is her most outgoing form, and it is it is pent-up pent-up energy of um, being more. Alyssa, for anybody who doesn't know, is definitely a little bit more... Um, 
introverted for sure. When she gets a couple drinky drinkies in her, um, all her ex, um, all her um, outgoing energy, um, extrovert energy explodes. It's really, it's a, it's a great time. It's, she, she's a, she's a blast. It's a fine line. Oh yeah. It's like six drinks. Like well, you know, still hanging out, having fun. Dogs and puppies. <laughs> Seven drinks. Lissa's gonna like. Where's the closest person? I'm gonna talk to you until you leave me. <laughs> it's a seven drink set. Thomas, we're like brother and sister. <laughs> I love you. I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she says that every time. A thousand percent. And I love it. I'm totally in on it because I was sitting and I would. I didn't drink, so it was like a good time to just like hang out and just yeah, just take it all in. You gave us an Uber ride home. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out nice. Thomas Uber. Yeah, yeah. Got you to be were, the D&D. Yeah, you were, you were more entertaining than, than our Uber ride there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if we were drunk on the way there, they would have been more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Like they have a Garfield story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, man. This is cool, though. I'm excited to kind of get this going. I know some of the things that we kind of wanted to talk about, just being a little bit uh, more on what we were looking at, was like, you know, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about kind of how we got started, how we met, you mm-hmm. know, and um, kind of a bit of our journey there and then how we kind of transitioned from that into, you know, our job and then now where we are now. So, yeah, um, I promised that I would tell the first story, the, the story of how we met, because I really feel like that explains a lot. But um, keep in mind, we were in college. Yeah, this is true. I mean, we're drinking now, so. No, I know, but, you know. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first time ever meeting Thomas was freshman year of college, Missouri State, Springfield, Missouri. Shout out, Missouri State. Shout out. Neither of, us, neither of us graduated, but. No, that's, that's we okay. did not. We had a good time, though. That's all right. Yeah. Um, I had just started pledging. Uh fraternity shout out teak um oh yeah all the stuff in the i forget we're videoing too yeah oh yeah we are we are everything oh, i got so much nervous <laughs> <laughs> um but just started pledging the fraternity i think it was formal friday so formal fridays where you like if you're pledging the fraternity you have to dress up in like mm-hmm. slacks button up tie and you have to wear that all day long it's like all your classes everything and when you go out that night, so like if you go out and like have drinks, or like go over to like house party or anything, mm-hmm. you still have to wear that out. Um, but it's like, you, you know, everybody else in the pledge class is doing that with you. So yeah. it's like, it's not well, that bad. Nice. It's yeah, just it everybody nice. looks nice. It's not a big deal. It's definitely very, like, you, like I had never done anything like that before, before college though. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never gone out and like gotten um, black blackout drunk in a tie. So... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. You had a different college experience than I did. <laughs> I didn't drink. <laughs> You're going to lie a lot on this podcast. Oh, so this whole, my name's not even Thomas. <laughs> um, so we go over to, I think it was um, because Tanner's big brother was Sam Smith. So we went over to his apartment to pregame for wherever we were going that night. Thomas is roommates with Sam Smith at the time. And so Shout we. Shout out Sam Smith. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good names popping he, up. I'm sure he. I hope he listens. I, I do too. Will. I bet he, he will. Like a guy will listen. Yeah. Hi Sam. Hi Sam. <laughs> how's, how's the cat? <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
I show up, you know, I'm in my tie, my slacks, my dress shoes, and I'm hanging out, you know, got my buddy Tanner, a couple other, you know, people in my pledge class, and then some older guys, and Thomas is there, and he's hanging out on his couch, mm-hmm. and I should, I hope you watch the video for this, but he is sitting there, and he just holds his hand out in like a, like a motion of like holding a cup, mm-hmm. but there's nothing in his hand, and he stares at it. And just like flexes every muscle in his body and just like wide-eyed at his hand. I told him that I knew a magic trick. Oh, yes. That's part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, do you want to see a magic trick? And he's talking to all the pledges. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, we're all nervous. We're young. And he just holds his hand out and just uh, and looks at it. And he's like, if I stare hard enough, I can make a beer appear in my hand. <laughs> and just flexes every muscle in his body and just stares as wide-eyed as possible at his hand. And we're all like, wow, what is, what is he doing? Like, this guy's weird. Yeah. <laughs> First impressions, not great. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> and then... Um, they were a little slow. And then so then he, he you know, relaxes for a second. He's like, oh, man, maybe I need to try a little harder. Right back into it. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think I, I finally caught on. And I think this is where we realized that we, we could be good friends. Yeah. Was I was like, oh, I get it. I need to grab a beer out of my case, <laughs> put it in his hands. And he goes, ta-da! <laughs> and there it was. It was magic. Right? <laughs> hey, it worked. <laughs> it did work. That's yes, right. Oh, man. Yeah, that was it. That was our... And then uh, look at us now, you know? <laughs> now, if I hold my hand... <laughs> Fool me once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times, Teak. Oh, we're good times. Yeah, a lot of yeah. good times, man. I'm glad my I'm glad my college experience, like our my effort in college didn't actually need to be great. Yeah. Because I didn't put a ton. <laughs> that's a good message. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> I'm recap. I'm glad my effort in college wasn't great. Is that what you said? I'm glad my effort in college ended up not needing to be great. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was probably I don't know if I said that, but that's what I meant to say. <laughs> because I, I put a I put enough in. Sure. But like I didn't I, I was more I was it was enjoying college more than well, I Well, I think it's one of those things too. So to kind of fast forward the story a little bit, obviously Kevin and I were friends uh in Teak and in college and then uh you know, I had started working at Supplement Superstores, and then mm-hmm. Kevin got a job at Supplement Superstores, where we were working with Chad and Vincent, the two other original owners. Uh, we were all at Supplement Superstores together. And, you know, I think it was one of those things, though, like, as in, in college was really important in the sense of that we found our passion, we found our journey of, like, where we wanted to end up and where we wanted to go. But it was one of those things where it was, like, it was really when we all started working together at Supplement Superstores that we realized like, oh, this is this is the place or this is where if we put our effort in through this, this is where something can actually happen. Mm. Like this is where we want to be. You know, it was one of those things where I think we were all in the same boat of like, you know, if we going through college and getting a degree and all that kind of stuff, we were we were going to end up where we already were. And so it was like at that time for us, it was like, hey, why don't we just focus on, you know, this as hard as we can and try to be the best version of ourselves as we can here. Um, and really, you know, kind of taking that and running with it, obviously, you know, it's kind of put us where we are today, mm-hmm. but it's, um, you know, 
it's a really interesting aspect because, I mean, you know, I'm like really thankful for College of Missouri State and Teak and all that kind of stuff because it really introduced us to all of this. We wouldn't be where we are right now without it. Exactly. But it's one of those things where, you know, we kind of found our passion and our path in a different way uh, and then really kind of, you know, obviously pursued that for what's been what now. So close to seven years. Dude, no, it's been our. I mean, if you're including oh yeah, S two, yeah, we're ten years. I started. I started working at Supplement Superstores, I believe, in 2012 or 2013. Yeah, yeah. I think I was. I think I was. Maybe not quite a year after you. I think mine was 2014. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was. Um, yeah, what a funny world, right? I've, that's what I've always said, man. Is like I wouldn't like. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like little tiny things that have gotten us to where we are. Like, you know, in the sense of like, if you didn't start working at supplement mm-hmm. superstores, I wouldn't have started working there. Yeah. You know, if if Chad and Vincent wouldn't have been there, and then, you know, all these things that led to Oklahoma City, like all these little tiny things. But I think it just like put it like for me personally, like if I would not have gone to college. I don't think I would have had the mindset that would have been prepared to take on an opportunity like that. No, a thousand percent. Well, and that's where I think, um, I think one of the most important parts of at least my life, and I'm sure your life too, was the seriousness in which we took supplement superstores. I think in the, you know, the mindset that we had, the ownership that we took in the company, the plans for the future that we had, that we all had. I think, you know, there's a huge part of that of Chad and Vincent as well, where like, you know, they set an example for us even at the beginning because they'd been there longer than we had of just like, hey, these guys are in it to win it with this company. And it's like their dedication and their drive within the company, I really think is what kind of like... It's infectious. Yeah, it is, man. And I think that that's why, you know, I think we see it today, even in, in you know, within Triad and Define in our own company. That's it's what like, we aim for. Exactly. Is It's like, you know, it's that infectious drive of like, everybody's everybody's got a sense of ownership. Everybody within this company, I hope so, and I hope continue to. But, um, you know, I was having a talk with Preston today about the same kind of thing of like you know what really starts to step people up from being like a base level employee into being in our at position which is advancement training it's kind of like our assistant manager position is that like full-on ownership take on this is your store these are your customers these are your people this is like you if something's not done you do it because you want it to look nice this is how this is representation of yourself at all times and it's such an interesting thing but like we see that Employee after employee after employee. And that's why, man, like the people we have are just incredible. Like I've gotten very lucky. Dude, I talk about it all the time. We have. We've gotten really lucky and, you know, blessed to find the people that we have. But it's like how many people that we see or that we have on a regular basis that you know, come into this and really just grab hold of it. Um, you know, Ryan being another good example, like we were talking about before of just like stepping in and he was like, he saw the ability to own the social media Mm. and Ryan owns our social media now, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it is a reflection of him and it's the same thing, you know, as I'm transitioning out of Norman and transitioning into our new Yukon location, it's one of those things where it's like, it's really cool for me to see as Preston starts to take that ownership. Even more so. Not that he ever had, like, he didn't have it, but especially in the, like, hey, the lease has been signed. Like, we're starting to do it. And him taking the steps that I've seen him take that have been really awesome of, like, extreme ownership within the company, you know, extreme ownership, especially within Norman, of, like, his relationships, the customer base that we have, all of these things as it's, like, he's made a point to be, like, cool, these are mine, and I need to take them now. And it's, like, it's such a cool thing to watch as we transition because... 
you know, he, he said it today and it's such a, it's such a true thing, but it's like, you know, Norman between, you know, you, him and myself, it's our baby. Like it's one of those, and Quayle is too for you, but it's like one of those things where especially for Preston, it's like all he's ever known is Norman, you know? And so it's one of those things where it's like, he's been there when we only had a few customers. He's there now when we're doing, you know, we're setting record days, but it's one of those things where it's like, he's seen that entire growth. And now it's like, you know, he's seen it from its infancy into now it's more like toddler child stage of like, you know, it's really starting to kind of gain steam and take off and it's one of those things where his ability or his desire to just be like cool it's my turn to run this is like super cool man and it's cool to see that within all of our people and all the different dynamics that they do it in um but it's one of those things where we have so many people that just look and they say cool I own this now and this is a reflection of me and I'm going to make it as good as I can. I'm going to do the best job that I can. Um, it's such a cool thing, man. It's really awesome to watch our people kind of grow into those situations. He had something really cool to say. I'm not going to say it exactly how he said it uh, because I can't remember it perfectly. But whenever we were in early talks of him stepping into management at Norman, because it makes a lot of sense for, you know, if you're not there, who's who's the next best person to right. run Norman? Right. And I was like, man, that's. Preston, I think, is is a pretty easy choice there. He, he's been there since day one. Yeah. Um, he said something along the lines of, man, I'm just I'm excited to have the capability to do what I've been doing since day one. And that's to make this store my own. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's cool, dude. It's super cool. Yeah. You know, and we're even starting to see it down in Norman, at least. But we're starting to see it with like Logan. And we just hired on Christian. And we're seeing these people. But we're, now we're seeing like, you know, in this situation where it's like, okay, now, now Logan, it's your turn to step up too. And like, it's your turn to start gaining ownership in this. Because I think, you know, we're in a position where like, Preston is happy and loves the ability to be able to manage Norman, but we all know it's no secret that Preston's long-term desire is to be on the defined side and doing, continuing to do his formulations, which he does, which I mean, he does all the formulations that we have right now. And yeah. it's, it's one of those things where that's where his real passion is. And so we start to see like, it's cool to see, you know, step by step, the next person step up into that role where it's like, you know, Preston has to step into my role and we have somebody like, you know, Logan stepping into the Preston role, starting to really gain ownership, starting to take pride in how the store looks in all ways. And like the customer base and the people that he knows and the relationships that he's built and the friendships that he's built. Like those are the things that, you know, really get us to the next level. And it's like, it's just so cool, man, because, you know, I, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, I, I spent about four years working at the hospital and was working at OU Medical Center. And one of the things that I always said that I appreciated about Try It and Define, um, where I had frustrations, and everybody has frustrations at jobs, but frustration that I had whenever I was working at the hospital was I just didn't feel like everyone was rowing the boat in the same direction, right? I had people who wanted to pull the boat the other way, who people wanted to drag us down, whether they were disgruntled or whatever issues they had going on. It was one of those situations where it was like, gosh, if I could just get everybody, you know, and there's a lot of people, you know, we had over, we had almost a hundred, over a hundred employees, but it's one of those things like, guys, do you know where we could be if everyone just decided to go that way, you know, and like go the same way. And that's the thing that I feel like is most special about where we sit is we sit in a meeting every Friday morning where I look around the room and I see every single person in there in their own way, shape and form 
rowing the boat in the same way, pushing that boat where we want it to go. Everyone has, you know, the desire to continue to see the company grow into something bigger and better. And it, it's just, it's really cool because even our newest people, I mean, we look at some of the newest people that we've hired and they're, they're as, as excited as the rest of us are. And it's one of those things where it's like, that's the thing that's really going to define us in a couple of years is our ability to, um, you know, use that excitement and that ability to kind of continue to get into a position that we want to. But it's like, I can see how we've got this person in line and this person in line and this person in line and how that steps to here and here and here. And as, you know, this person moves on to go do something else, someone backfills that position and then they move on to something else and someone backfills that position. And as we continue to open stores with Yukon, we're seeing more opportunities there. But it's one of those deals where it's, it's super cool and super exciting. I know it is for you, but it is for me too, to just be looking at people and being like, ah, I see your future, even if you don't quite see it yet. So th that was uh, the coolest moment. Um, so when we sat together, uh, it was uh, you, Anthony, or the manager at the Quail location, and myself. Shout was, out Anthony. Yeah, shout out Anthony. Um, He's got a book. Pick it up. Mm, yes. Yeah. It's he, called uh, Be uh, Be Who You Want to Be and uh, People Might uh, Do Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> we should probably say the name of the actual book. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> Just be you. They'll adjust. Yeah. Pick it up today. It's at it's on Amazon, I think. Yeah. Or yeah. he'll give you one for free, probably. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He <laughs> he's, the night. he's the night. He's a nice. Just Dude, sweet talk him a little bit. I don't know if you know this quick anecdote real fast, but um, you know, not to make it it seem like he should do this, but um Austin and Ty, who own the chiropractic collective down in Norman, went to uh went to school with Anthony and he sent them gift cards to the store. Uh I had no idea. I don't think he told anybody. He sent them each $25 gift cards to the store to just say like congratulations on opening your business. And they've come in and like grab something like, yeah, Anthony said this. And I'm like, honestly, dude, like I was like, just so you guys know, like that was not a business decision. That was just Anthony being Anthony. We didn't even know about Literally it. Literally had no idea until they came in. And it's he like just, that's that is Anthony to a T though. He gets it. He does. He gets it. That's why he's in the position that he's in. Well, he stepped up. So he stepped when we opened up the Norman location, he stepped up and took made Quail his own store. Get yourself an Anthony. If you yeah. own a business, get yourself an Anthony. Oh, yeah. Um but uh when we were talking the three of us No offense, Ryan. An Anthony and Orion. Honestly. Who needs a Thomas? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to my joke. Um, but no, when you, uh, you, Anthony, and myself were talking on Friday, the thing I was getting most excited about is like, obviously, there's some obvious, um, I think, opportunities for certain people. Um, I'll give you the rest of this. I'm going to take the... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Cash the stack, Jr. That's right. Why yeah. not? My dad would be proud. Or sad. Or sad. That's true. Yeah. He comes over. I, like, literally would keep, like, most... Like, stack, Jr. mostly so where my dad came to visit. Yeah. Um, But he, like, knows, like, how it's, like, gotten more expensive and stuff. He's like, no. oh, no, I don't need your stack, Jr. You could save that. I'm like, dad, what? it's here for you. <laughs> What's the proof on that? Well... I think what 126.2 is my guess close what is it 126.4 dude the other one's like 132 a, <sighs> yeah so like a good like some of this really into bourbon could probably tell you like oh that's this batch that's this proof yeah but. they definitely know good we should have three of them <laughs> um but um no so going back to the story that's like 380 proof if we have three of them 
<laughs> I, made, got, I made Ryan laugh. I made Ryan laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, you got Ryan to laugh and not me. That's interesting. Yeah, you didn't get it at first. Yeah, so I was more so laughing at Kevin looking like confused for a second <laughs> than the joke. No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Continue. We were uh, sitting in meeting, manager meeting. Sitting in manager meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, we were struggling with math. And, um, now, so is you, Anthony, myself, all hanging out. We're kind of generally planning like where we kind of need people because we finally just we just hired on everybody that we need to to be able to open up the third location in Yukon, Oklahoma. That's right, Yukon, America. Um, coming sometime, I believe, sometime in October, later this year. It's so excited. Yeah, but we're looking, we're planning. Like, okay, we we we've hired on the people. They're going through training. We've got the staff that we need to mm-hmm. run three stores. Yeah what what's the staff going to look like because we're going to have to move a lot of people around and the thing that i got the most excited for was like there's the obvious like hey we've got to move you know someone like pressing up to management um you know like it gives us the possibility to move ryan more over to like social media mm-hmm. but i was looking at all like the people that have been on for you know somewhere around a year like six months to two years mm-hmm. and it's like the opportunities there are for these people it's like man i didn't think about so that cool. it's like man like you're Deserved gonna be opportunities you're gonna have an opportunity to to be the next most experienced person at this store mm-hmm. and it's like man that's a real real opportunity to be right hand man like that's how you step up in a like obviously just leadership but like anything like really gives you a lot of possibilities it really does you know we talk about it all the time like we want people who especially at stores who like eventually take over because you know at least the plan right now and you know everything's subject to change but it's for me to continue to like kind of help as we open new stores and you know kind of be the first one there and the first one kind of doing things and then essentially get it going and then pass it off to somebody else and it's like you know, whoever's there, we need them to be, we need them to be Preston, right? We need them to be somebody who understands the demographic. We need them to be somebody who, you know, when a regular walks in the store, you know, whoever it might be, you know, Seth Brooks walks in the store. You go, Seth, what's up, man? How's, you know, how's work going? You know, like all that kind of stuff. Like we need, shout out Seth Brooks. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks for the beer, by the way. They're awesome. Uh, Seth is an investor uh, in a brewery in Nashville. I think it's called Zul, Z-U-L. He actually was nice enough. His wife was out in Nashville and he brought me um he brought me are you all right i didn't i'm figuring out how to turn the mic off <laughs> my chair's like caught mm. okay well kevin can't talk anymore so that's good um but shout out to seth he uh his wife um was actually down <laughs> his wife was down in nashville and grabbed some beer from the brewery that he invested in and he brought me some and uh man it is phenomenal they're both sours um but one of the sours is a it's blueberry cobbler and it actually tastes like blueberry cobbler like it's got like it's got like a bit of cinnamon to it super good it's a sour uh and then uh the other one that he brought me is uh a tangerine creamsicle um Mm. oh man super i I still have a couple i thought about bringing them but i'm kind of selfish sometimes um but it's uh they're phenomenal anyway back to what we're saying like when seth walks in you know 
I need somebody, we all need somebody in that situation to, to know who Seth is. We need them to, you know, be able to talk to them, know their lives, all those kind of things. And that doesn't happen by bringing somebody in two weeks before I move on to the next door. It happens by having Preston there for what will be almost two years. And he has his own relationship with Seth. He has his right. own relationship with whoever, you know, regular customer that we have. It's one of those things by having something like that um, is what really makes that transition smooth. So you talk about these opportunities and it's like the people who, you know, go and do those things, they have all the opportunity in the world, but it is, it's so excited. It's so exciting because we see these people who like deserve opportunities, who've been doing everything right. And it's like, we just maybe haven't had the opportunities to give them. I know Anthony lived in that situation for forever. And then now is in, you know, a much, you know, um, in a position, you know, much greater than he was before, but it was like one of those things where it was like, man, we just didn't have anything. And it's so cool. And I think this is one of the things that makes me most excited, like long-term for the companies is like getting to see, what's the right word here? Like getting to see people who deserve opportunities, get the opportunities that they deserve, Yep. whether it's pay, you know, whether it's, you know, stature within the company or whatever it is, it's so cool to see these people work themselves into where they want to be. Cause that's the coolest thing we have. You know, we talk about it all the time, kind of behind the curtain, but it was like, uh, everything above manager, you know, write your own job, like figure something out. You know, the, there wasn't a job opening for social media when Ryan started working. Right. That wasn't that wasn't it. Those are responsibilities that you can take on on top of your normal hours. Right. Oh, yeah. And he worked on social media on top of 40 hours in store and sample events for what? Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for what? Like over a year. Right. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. And we've just gotten to the point where like we were able to like pull back a shift to like clear up a little bit of a like your schedule. But like now's like within the last month is where we finally got to the point where it's like we've been able to cut back to where you're just in store a couple of couple of times a week for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what a cool thing, you know, I mean, it's like, it's very much, it's very well earned in that situation. And it, and it is for everybody. Like we don't have a weak link. And that's the thing that I think, you know, we talk about all the time um, makes us as strong as we are is, you know, the fact that we find the right people. And I don't, you know, I think it's people finding us, but I think it's also, you know, our style of doing things, whether it's how we hire people, our interview processing that we do. I think it's like, we do, I feel like a good job of weeding out the people who aren't going to be what we need them to be. Right. Mm. And it's finding the people who are, and that's all credit to the pe- the people who are in it because they're the ones doing it. But it's, um, it's just, it's so cool to see, man. And it makes me so excited for the future as excited as I am for like my own opportunities. I'm also excited to see, you know, I get, I get really excited for other people whoever. to step, step into it. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've got Noah, we've got Alex, we've got Ian. I mean, Will, like, gosh, Will is killing it. And mm. it's like, we've got all these people who are doing super well or getting through training and kind of like, you know, finding their own paths and their own avenues. And it's just, it's really cool to be a part of the situation where you get to see people accomplish things that they deserve. You, uh, it's funny to think about too, like how that process has like developed because like, you know, not to toot my own horn, but like we do get compliments on like, you know, you guys have like a very solid staff and, you know, uh, and have been able to like keep employees like much better than than most businesses mm-hmm. these days, especially these days. Yeah. Um, I hear it all the time. Like people, like, oh, people won't leave try it. Yeah. And, and it helps us like helps me not take it for granted, man, like how lucky we are. But it's funny that like how like there's not a whole lot that we've really set in place. Like I think a big one that we that we've kind of like 
put like put in places that we we really don't where we really try not to hire outside management outside leadership mm-hmm. outside skills like again ryan going back to ryan like great example of like he didn't come in with a lot of like right. technical skills within social media or photography or anything like that right. just learn these things which you can do he's a perfect example i'll probably use him as an example for years yeah. um but congratulations <laughs> but there's not a whole lot that we've done like outside of that, man, there's not like a ton, like, like obviously we're a small business and it's like, it's, you know, it's exciting to like grow something that's small and try and make it big and be part of that. Sure. But outside of that, like, I mean, even our interview process, like it started off as like, I brought in, like, it was like, all right, like we need to hire two employees, our Mm -hmm. first two employees, shout out to Eric and Trace. Trace has been with us for almost five years now yeah. uh, and just worked his last shift yesterday right. uh, because he got a job Rest offer. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he got a job offer at the fire department. So yeah. he's starting the academy. Good for him, man. You first try to. Yeah, that's so awesome. That's man. that's hard. It's to people I hear people all the time talk about like, oh, you know, this person tried five times and it's like, yeah. Man, they and they're did. super qualified, too. Yeah, right. And they're like, oh, why was it five? And it was like, oh, four, they just wanted to see if I wanted it enough to come back. And it's like him being able to get a, it's just a testament to him and how great he is, though. Yeah. Um, we, I'm so happy for him, though. Like, same. I know that he's he's in a situation like, you know, obviously it sucks for us to, to lose somebody like him. But yeah. at the same time, it's, it's like, you know. As much as I value him as like a coworker, I value him as a friend, yeah. just more. You know what I mean? And same. it's like getting to see him kind of get to accomplish his own dreams. It's like it's the same thing, you know. Like we talk about like getting to see you know other employees that are on staff like kind of work their way into positions that they want to be. It's the same thing, even if it's outside of the company. It's it's like we just yeah. want like I'm just so happy to see people succeed in the things they want to do. And it's like I care obviously a ton about all of these people, but it's like um, getting to see him do that's been been really cool for yeah. him. You know what I'm actually excited for? Because I think you got to have this a little bit, like at least previously, but like uh, the majority of my time, like the vast majority of, of my relationship with with Trace has been coworkers. Mm-hmm. And we can now finally have a relationship where it's like, dude, we're just friends, man. Right. Like, we don't work together. So right. I didn't even think about that, but I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's a super cool aspect. But when we were first hiring on our first employees, it was, it was like, okay, you know, we could go the traditional route of, you know, put out applications like people can apply and we can look at them, bring some people in and interview them. But I was like, man, I think we've got a couple of people that we'd we'd like to hire and reached out to them. And we're Mm -hmm. like, hey, man, like you got any interest? And you're one of them being Trace. Yeah. And, you know, he came in and it was like, man, like I don't have like a super prepared interview or anything, but like, you know, like, let's just talk. Like, let me tell you about the business and like, you tell me about your life. Like, let's see if it's a good fit. Right. And, you know, I sat with him and then it was like, okay, like I'd like to get a second opinion. So he came in and I think sat with you and Vincent, I believe. Yeah, probably. And yeah, it has been a long time. Um, and you gave the go, like you gave the go ahead and we're like, okay, yeah, let's start. And our interview process is still the same. (laughs) (laughs) It still is very much like, you know, like I, I mean, I'm honestly like, this is the first time ever, like uh, with some of the employees that we just brought on, I don't think I, I don't know if I interviewed any of them actually. Yeah. Not anybody. I don't think anybody that we currently have. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was, um, for Ian and Alex, it was, um, Anthony and myself. And then for Christian, it was Preston and myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, but it's still very much like I'm sending like, 
you know, the guys that are doing the first interview, because Thomas has always traditionally done the second interview, just works out pretty well that way. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, we're passing on to some of these newer guys they are doing, they're doing the first interview. And I'm like passing them my notes, like, here's what I go over, like, yeah. here's a little bit of a structure, like what we're trying to get out of it. And it's still very much like my goal when, when I talked with Trace. Yeah. And it's, it tends to be not a super formal one. It's like, again, like, let's yeah. just sit and talk and see if life goals kind of match up because this is right. like, it's, it's a commitment. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we definitely, anybody who works for us knows that we ask, the company asks a lot, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it is, it's the willingness. It's, it's the people who are willing to give that and go above and beyond. I mean, that's why we're at, you know, even though I know neither of us consider this to be successful or where we want it to be, but it's like, it's why we're, we've even accomplished the level of success that has happened within Triad and Define is because we have all of these people who want to do all the million little things right. Hmm. We talk about it all the time, but it's one of those things where like those people taking the ownership. I mean, what conversation we were just having of them taking the ownership within the company and viewing it truly as theirs. It's their company. And that's the thing, you know, I think, I think you've done a good job too of like continuing that as you've kind of stepped out of the store sometimes, um, you know, not working as many shifts or taking customers because you've got plenty of things on your plate to, you know, keep the business going. But it's one of those things where you vocalize and continue to be like, guys, this is your company. Like continue to run it. It's your company. And I think that's cool. Even in the interview process of like passing on, you know, small things or things that we're kind of working on, just empowering them, whether it's, you know, press and doing interviews now or, or, you know, kind of whatever's happened. And, and we've done really well. I mean, look at the the people that we've hired. I mean, we're super stoked about the people that we've hired and Ian, Alex and Christian. And I think that they've got a really bright future and, you know, we've, um, the interview processes work just as well. You know what I mean? Right. It's just funny how we kind of like stumbled upon it. I was just like, our first time was like, eh, you know, let's, let's do this and maybe a little of this. And, and it just worked out so perfectly. It was like, that's now it's like, I've got notes typed up of like the whole like structure of like my interviews. So yeah, it's funny. <laughs> mine pass. doesn't, mine doesn't, mine changes a lot. Yeah. You're, you're a, you're a real shoot from the hip kind of guy, but you do well that way. Yeah. That's, I do way better that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get that. No, I got to have a little structure to mine. I like to, yeah. I, I like within my interview, you know, because it's gone everyone from 45 minutes to two hours. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, you, you laugh, but people do laugh when we kind of talk about that. Like it's for a supplement store and it's like, it is. It's a, it's a one of three interviews and one of them is typically two hours long in order to work at a supplement store. But it's one of those situations where it's like we we have such a specific thing that we need. You know what I mean? And it's like it's funny, but the thing that the thing that happens in my interview is, you know, for anybody who's curious, but the thing that happens in my interview that I think the entire point of it is, is to get you make it either last long enough or get to the conversation where you're no longer just telling me what you think I want to hear. Right. And I, and that's a part of like catching people off guard is, you know, I tell them like, you know, sure. If you have a passion for fitness, you have a passion for supplements, like that's great, but I don't care. Right. Like I don't necessarily care about that. There's a lot of people that fit that mold. Right. And that's the thing. And well, on top of that, that's what they think that I think I feel like people feel like that's what they like, what, Hi, Stanley. Well, come on. Come on, Stanley. We got to get Stanley in the frame. 
he's scared. He's camera shy. He always has been. He has been camera shy. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I think people go in, because interviews are like that, people kind of have like, oh, you know, works at a supplement store. I want to work at a supplement store. I need to talk about my passion for fitness and my passion for, you know, supplements. And sure, that's great. And we want that, of course. But I, I kind of like, I kind of tell them like, hey, I don't necessarily care about that because that's not what we're looking for. Right. While I love people who have a passion for fitness and I think it's an important aspect because obviously we work in the fitness industry. But the thing that we look for and the thing that I'm asking is, can you care about every single person that walks in the door? Can you treat every single person that walks in the door like they're your grandmother? Like anybody who's never interviewed with me has heard that a million times of it's like, did you are you going to treat every single person like if you could give me Mr. Olympia? Chris Bumstead, like, looking person that, you know, relied on that, or a guy who's never lifted a weight a day in his life, but just cared genuinely about every single person that walked in the door, helped them to their fullest, treated them, again, like it was their grandmother. I'm sorry, C-Bum, but I want the other guy. Mm. And it's that's what we're looking for. And, of course, we want people who kind of blend that. But... It just goes to show, like, genuinely, if those were my options, it's like, no, nah, I'm taking the guy who cares about everybody. Because that is yeah. how we run, we try to run our business. It's like, this is what we care about. We care about people who care about people. Right. And if you can do that, then you'll, you know, how do we, you know, how do we fail? How do we fail if if you just treat everyone as well as you can? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the people that do really well in the store is just like... You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of skill and like a lot of, lot to learn to sure. be good at helping people within the store. Yeah. But if you just always had the attitude of like, all right, what it, like, like you almost like, you, you'll see with like some employees, but like they're almost like kind of get to the point, like, especially when they're new of like, uh, oh, I don't know how to help. Like, I don't know how to help you here, but like, uh, like they get kind of nervous mm-hmm. of like, I like, what can I do to help you? Right. As opposed to just resorting to being like, ah, I don't know. So that reminds me of the story when, uh, so we have this thing, we have like a first year syndrome that we kind of talk about <laughs> whenever people are kind of going through the first year. So if anybody who doesn't know, um, we, we have a pretty extensive in-house test whenever it comes to just learning about supplementation, um, this overall, how to kind of talk to people in the store. But, you know, as, of I don't even know what it's up to 180 like essay questions when it comes to the test um but it's something that in most cases takes multiple multiple hours to take it's um, like a it's a it's like eight to twelve right now that's typically eight, our eight, range eight to twelve hours to to take this test but it's such a funny thing because they cram so much with that information that for the first year we almost everybody kind of reads off of script and they kind of sound like a robot and it's so funny because they're so eager to help but then they've gained so much knowledge that they just do i just have to tell a story it's so funny this wonderful older lady came into the store one day i'm talking late 70s early 80s kind of lady and um she walks in and and will takes her and uh, this is right after will got out of training and she's like um you know my my grandson told me to come in and get bccaas you know and she's real cute and uh will was like oh okay so you're wanting to grab branch chain amino acids for their anti-catabolic properties (laughs) and she was like um but BCCAA <laughs> and Will and kept and up. she was just like, oh yeah, because they're not technically anabolic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Correct, William. I'm here for their anti-catabolic properties. <laughs> and it just made me laugh because, like, after the interaction, I was like, they're, they're so full of knowledge. But I was like, I was like, Will, well, like, what'd you, how'd you think the transaction, like, the interaction went? And he was like, oh, I think it went well. And I was like, well, Will, you just told an 80-year-old lady uh, verbatim anti-catabolic properties. He's like, oh, yeah, that was probably too much. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe we want to, you know, kind of bring that down a little bit there. Um it's, it's too funny. But, He's doing really well. But, but that was that was early. Well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But the point of what you're what I'm making and like kind of what you're saying too is that like it is it is that eagerness to help in mm-hmm. any way possible. And it's like of course through their first year they've got it. Everybody falls victim to that. I did the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where uh, outside of it being a funny story, but it's like it does show his like eagerness to help as much as he could. Um, and I think that that's the thing that we've really found with our group of people is like again we have everybody who has a passion for fitness and a passion for supplements and all that kind of stuff. But outside of all of that, even more than any of that is they have a passion for helping people. Mm-hmm. And a passion for caring, just genuinely caring about the person that's in front of them. Bringing it way back to what we kind of talked about at the beginning, um, every single person that we have on staff has the, um, not just, I don't want to say ability, but has the desire to make the person in front of them that they're helping feel like the most important person in the world at that time. Right. And I think that that is the thing that's kind of like allowed us to be where we are and why we have, you know, a loyal customer base is because like we do that to treat people right. You know, we find the the people that will give them the time of day in like the, you know, we're talking about Oklahoma, but it's like, we'll give them exactly what they're, you know, that, Hey, Forget everything else that's going on. You and me right now, let me try to help you. And, you right. know, whether they're new and talking to science or not, but it's one of those things where it's like it still showed his eagerness to help. And uh, I just think that's super cool. It's such yeah. a it's such an awesome thing um, for doing this for, you know, 10 years just to see our new batch of people as they kind of progress into those They'll situations. go through the same thing. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I'm sure I did, too. I was... When I first started, I'm sure I was a. I didn't. I'm pretty goofball. sure I was perfect yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. For those that don't know, Thomas did my training. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. If I was going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody who loves Triad, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Ryan, do you want? Steve. Do you want like a nicer, like a like lower chair? I'm good right now. Comfortable. Oh, I've been comfortable all this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. You, the way you're sitting, makes you look like you're either very comfortable or not at all. He's oh, such yeah. a, he always just looks so cool, doesn't he? He, that's that's yeah. It Whether is. you're comfortable or not, you look cool. He sells that's it. All that matters. <laughs> that's right. He sells it. Turn that camera around. Show him. Show, <laughs> show the people what they want to see. That won't be happening. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... So do we? Do we share our our newfound? Um, potential higher stats or is that trade secrets we might have to change the verbiage a little bit <laughs> so okay so i came into this podcast i think i said a couple cuss words right off of that. <laughs> I, I guess i should have cleared it with you guys <laughs> uh no i mean it's uh you know we have we have a couple things that we always look for whenever we're hiring people but what we've kind of found to be um the most you know we've got you know, whether they fit our mold, which is, you know, typically 
I would consider our mold to be um, very driven, um, but maybe not sure on direction. Um, they they kind of like they obviously have a lot of desire. They've had a lot of drive, but they're not exactly sure where to put that energy into. Excuse me, Kevin. Could you pay attention to me? You want me to pay attention to you over Stanley? That's fair. It's a fair fight. He doesn't want to hang out with you. Stanley, come here. Hey. Nope. <laughs> he's been he's been wandering around in he here. Know, well, he he's camera shy. He always has been. I tried to take yeah. pictures of him all the time. He doesn't want it. <laughs> but um, but you know when we're talking about it's our FOM score fits our mold, right? Yeah. And so it's one of those where we're kind of looking. You know, does this person have the drive that we're looking for? But maybe just like um, not really sure where to kind of put that direction. Um, and then our other one is an acronym about excitement about triad. <laughs> and so it's, uh, you know, I feel like that's an important thing for us too, though, right? We always are looking for... People. So you're going to hold up really quick. So you're just going to blow past you, the acronym? You say it. You're the one that came up with this. I, yeah, I'm not denying that, but you have to say it. All right. So it's, it's, it's the, a little sexually explicit. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the stat is... Uh, it's D hat D H A T, and I'll let Thomas take it. I will not, <laughs> absolutely not. This is a behind closed door stat. <laughs> Ryan, any guesses? I have zero. Questions. You haven't heard this? You haven't heard? <laughs> no, I don't know. This is. What, how about you guys guess in the comments what uh what D hat stands for? It's yeah, general excitement for triad. Yeah. Yep. It sure is. <laughs> I like leaving a little mystery. I do too. It's yeah. nice. Uh, and then we don't have to, you know, put explicit content on the uh on the that's that's all the hints i'll get but anyway it's about excitement about you know like we talk about customers like being excited about try or like genuinely excited about trying like, look at kaylin like kaylin was a good a great example of somebody who was like really excited and saw the differences in what we do and now i mean like look how far she's progressed with us as she well she was pumped when like just as a customer coming in to buy protein bars exactly man but um you know we kind of talk about just general excitement about triad being such an important thing because you know we want people who, you know, this is why we always hire, you know, customers, people who know us, people who shop with us. We know them. You know, it's always one of those things we talk about where, um, and I think this holds true till today of every person that we've ever hired is, you know, we're looking for somebody that not only we know, but that we appreciate and appreciates us. And it's like, they're the people that we give a key to the store to today. You know, we've said that ever since Trace got hired. It's like, I remember telling Trace, like, man, you know, you're hired because we we give you a key to the store right now, and you don't even work for you us. You did say that about Trace before he even worked at Triad, and that's the thing. And I think that's held true through all these years. You know, every single person that we've hired has been a situation where it's like, ah, oh, man, I know who you are. I know what, like quality of person you are, and I know how much you care about us, and like appreciate what makes us different. Because mm. I think for us, you know, it, we're a job at a supplement store, right? I don't think, you know, outside of us, most people especially from the outside looking in, don't necessarily value that or look at this as like, oh, a big opportunity or something like that. And I get it. I don't think there's a person in meeting that couldn't, you know, if I said, raise your hand, if no one's ever criticized your life decisions for going and working at a supplement store, I don't think a single person could not raise their hand. You know what I mean? Like I, my hand would go up just like everybody else's. And I so, had to make a trip back to St. Louis from Springfield, three hour trip just to talk to my parents. Amen. About my man. It's yeah. one of those things where, you know, we hear about it all the time and it's like, you know, but I think most of the time and 
whether those people have changed their mind, like your parents I know have, but it's one of those things where sometimes they don't. Yeah. It's one of those things where people don't always view that that way. And, and we understand to, you know, to an extent it's like, but anybody who's, you know, you know, learn to appreciate us for what we do, they kind of understand that there's a difference to it. And so, you know, we always talk about like just overall excitement about Triad because I think you have to have been a customer or at least seen, you know, the links that we go to try to, you know, do things better or, you know, create something different than what the industry has seen for so many years. I mean, you know, there's, it's no secret why triad exists. And that is because, um, you know, we got tired of what the supplement store model looked like, Mm -hmm. right? There's places that do it better than others. You know, like S2 runs a really good supplement store, but it's one of those things where it was like, we, we saw that there were flaws to it that could be changed you know, yeah. and I think that that's such a big part where it's like you have to for us to, you know, to view your excitement. And part of that is to see like, ah, you understand, you understand what the difference is, you know. But I think, you know, to kind of use that as a segue, though, I think that that's, um, you know, again, that is why Triad exists. It's one of those things where it's like, gosh, man, like we talk about it all the time, but it's like we got just as sick of what it was like to buy supplements or just, you know, do any of those kind of things as the next person. It's funny that you talk about like, you know, the criticisms that, that we get sometimes for like, you know, jumping into the career path that we did. But most of the time, those criticisms are not coming. Like, I don't think we've ever, I've ever got criticisms from anyone that like has been a customer with us, whether it be triad or supplement superstores. Mm -hmm. It's always come from people that, you know, are close to us and, and don't haven't seen the right. business. They haven't experienced the business. Right. But the people that have been in are a lot, are the ones that are typically like, oh, man, yeah, like, you, you know, they're we get a lot of people like asking for hiring. I've, you know, right. gotten people reaching out about like investing, like, sure. Like, hey, you know, are you doing franchises kind of deals? Like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. the thing we might hear from somebody who's never walked into the store, but. Clay Klein is not going to sit here. Shout out Clay Klein. But it's like, it's not going to sit here and be like, oh, no, like that's a that's a mistake. You know what I mean? It's right. anybody who like understands and truly understands what it's like to to shop and be a part of Triad in their own capacity. If it's like, oh, no, no, I get it. You know what I mean? Right. But I think, and, but isn't that such a cool, you know, not to, you know, sound boastful or brag too much on ourselves, but it's like one of those things where it's like, how cool is it that people notice? Because mm-hmm. man, like, how many countless hours and training and different things have we done, um, you know, from day one to make it a different experience. And then when people come in, there's nothing better. Just so you guys know, there's absolutely nothing better than when someone steps into a triad and goes like, man, thank you for this. Or thank you for that. It's a th- it's always a thing that oh. you we put like hours and hours, if not weeks and weeks worth yes. of effort into this one tiny little thing that almost no one notices at least like consciously notices right but someone's like man that's you guys did this and like man that's really cool that you did that and like for this reason you're like thank you (laughs) you have no idea (laughs) so much work but it's one of those things where it's like man like that is like it's all worth it in those moments you know what i mean and i think anybody that works for us can attest to that that i'm just like ah like when somebody comes in and they notice and they appreciate the difference, it's like, you know, and even sometimes it's a little like somebody the other day who was just like, hey, man, like, thanks for not just like standing over my shoulder and like, you know, forcing things. You know, I I, I tell this story. This is a, an Ian story you told me. Um, he had gone to a supplement store somewhere and um, 
to be unnamed, um, but went to a supplement store somewhere, walked in, walked straight to the drink fridge just to grab an energy drink. And the guy was like, so what's your diet like? You want to get on the in body? Like, um, you know, what kind of soap? And the guy, and Ian was just like, bro, like, I just want to, I just want to drink, man. Dude, use a, just a little bit of sensory acuity. Bitch there. of a, a bit of a leap there, huh? Yeah, like, feel it out. Gracious. <laughs> it's like, dude. Yeesh. Like, man, like, and and that's the thing is it's like, you know, and I also don't, I also don't blame people who come in who've maybe never shopped with us for being apprehensive when they come in, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you get burned enough or you deal with enough where you're just like, gosh, I just don't want to deal with this. And so when people come in and they're like, I'm just looking, I'm like, oh, bitch, please, you know, just do your thing, you know, but it is, you know for all those times it's like it's all worth it whenever we have the situation where somebody comes up and they're like hey you know what like thank you for this or like i really appreciate your knowledge or like thank you for letting me know that this creatine was cheaper and i'm like bro like i would want to know that right like it's not about like you know because we don't do the normal commission oh i make three dollars you know or whatever like if i can convince this person to buy this right we don't do bucks yeah right that's that bs that has been like so like widely used within the supplement industry and it's like it's so cool to see people appreciate the fact that we do it differently it can be a tough balance though too with with trying to be on the other end of the spectrum and not pushy because that is to a certain extent the industry standard Mm -hmm. and but getting to the point like it's if you know we try and swing the pendulum the other way but it's very easy for us to land at we're just a cash like we're just working as a cashier yeah just hanging out of the counter waiting for you to pick your stuff it's like it's a very that's a very thin line to walk is is trying to help that person but not trying to be pushy about anything and that's in my opinion that's where a lot of the skill comes into place like of like as you you know as you start take like go through training and right. start taking reps as of taking customers you find these ways to to yeah. walk that line well yeah it's like your ability in order it's like your ability to show people that you're just there innocently to help right and that's right. that's like you know especially and i don't blame somebody sometimes it takes a couple times of people coming in and you know i don't blame them for that that it takes a couple times for someone to come in to really be like ah okay you know what i can i can trust these guys they've they let me try stuff you know they sent me home with samples or right whatever that looks like of just like you know, let me show you I care. Like, yeah. how do I show you I care um, without, you know, either being too hands-off or being too hands-on? And it's like, that's definitely a balance that can be difficult to, you know, tread sometimes. Like you said, it's a knife's edge for sure. And I think that's because the, you know, the industry standard is is to be, you know, to try and push as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And what it's, a joke that is. Too. And it's, yeah, and it's like, you know, if we're, even if we like are just genuinely trying to help, that can very easily come across mm-hmm. as, as, hey, I'm trying to push you into something. Right. And it's like, no, like, and that's where I think like things like, you know, easy, like one liners, at least at the end of the, the conversation, I was like, hey, just heads up, like, we don't run on commission, right. like, just here to help, like, dude but if you don't need any no worries man so, yeah. yeah no it's funny though because it's funny when um you know innocent things like you know i'll talk about like price per serving on like the first form creatine or whatever and it's one of those situations because it is a good price and then you know we do a decent amount of recommending it where people are like oh you know it's like a first form your guys's brand i'm like i, I wish, wish. <laughs> <laughs> i wish so you can tell like how like much that is your line and my line in the store with <laughs> yeah, people because we've gotten that question a handful of and times. it's also genuinely true yeah <laughs> first one is our brand let's just say our our podcast studio would look a little different <laughs> yeah. not at my house <laughs> yeah. 
Andy, could you uh, put in the comments on how yours is set up? Yeah. <laughs> I think Andy's watching this. I, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we'd be, do you think we're entertaining enough? I think so. Yeah. I Andy's taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You only have the number one pot business podcast in the world for a while? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry, Andy boy. I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> You know, we talked about this, but there's a very real like possibility. There's, you know, I'm really hoping that like we are at genuinely entertaining, but there is the small chance that everybody just hates us. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I get it, Ryan. What do you? Where do you feel? Where do you fall on that <laughs> spectrum? <laughs> Be no honest. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa already admitted that she's probably not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, for all of you listening at home, you can confidently know that. Liz is probably snuggled up in bed by now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it is almost 9 p.m. <laughs> oh, maybe not yet. But yeah. She's... All she can hear is us. <laughs> she's she's probably in the room, like, in bed, like, with the TV on or something. And just, like, I'm like, I'm going to go in there and be like, girl, it's only, it's only 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Over under seven eye rolls so far from the bedroom from Alyssa. Seven? Over seven? Oh, way over. <laughs> way over. A hundred and We just added another one yeah. to it. <laughs> for sure. No, I don't know. I think we're known for being quiet. It's typically our... Hey, she asked if we wanted to leave the door open for the dogs or not. So not, I think it's good. Yeah. I, Stanley, I hope you're in frame right now. Stanley is... He's feeling it out. He doesn't know if he's camera shy. He's... he's he has been, he's been pacing a little bit. He's like, what are you guys doing? Why do you have these silly things on your head? <laughs> He is, he's giving me the stare down. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, can you shut up? I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, very real possibility that I go in and it's like going to not be the time that Alyssa usually goes to bed, mm. but it's, she's going to be in the room yeah. under the covers, scrolling on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. like, what are you doing? She's like, mm, I was just hanging out bored. I didn't even want to listen to you anymore. <laughs> you guys are like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's good. It'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it. Uh, no, I think there's a chance of people. People. I don't know. I feel good about it. I think people will like us. Speaking about the people, I think they all do want to know since you've hyped it up so much. Socks and sandals. Oh, <gasps> I almost brought this up earlier. Kevin, show them. I'm. I'm. I am sockless and Burks. And look at this fool over here. Is it too sexy? So you wouldn't you wouldn't tell me that if you were or do you not wear socks and sandals ever? Um, not really. Not with my Birkenstocks. You say not really. I've never done it. I'm being nice. You always do it. I've never seen you wear Birkenstocks without socks. Birkenstocks. Except when I fucking dropped that bench on my foot earlier. I didn't have socks. I wish I would have had socks on. Excuse me. You're supposed to say frick. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> my toes still hurt. I dropped the bench on. So Ryan and I were filming um, a reel. Yeah, and uh, if we would have got if we would have got that on film, that would have probably blown. That would have gone done well. Um, We were filming filming a video in the little garage gym that we have, Mm -hmm. and I'm putting the bench away, and one of the legs gives out, and (laughs) it lands simultaneously on my toes and Ryan's (laughs) toes. (laughs) So Ryan, how do you feel about it? Are you still salty towards Kevin? Are you thinking about quitting? Not yet. Okay. No. I about to say, we were both quiet for a good, like, 30 seconds, not said a you, single thing. I Yeah, I started, I think I started cussing and just, like, looking at my toes, like, hoping they're not mangled. Mm. And I'm just, like, looking this down. Was a, this was a big time thing. And, like, Ryan hasn't said anything in, like, yeah, about 30 seconds. I finally look up and he's making the same noise as I am. And I'm like, 
Oh, I dropped this on your foot too. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I'm too bad I missed out on the foot crushing. Oh, uh, we could have got three for one. Yeah, man. Yeah. I know my tootsies are good. Yeah, so. you'd have had to put some socks on with those sandals. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. That's a good point, right? Yeah, we have hyped it up. Um, this is true. No, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a no sock and sandal kind of guy. I just, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't look like a doofus. So <laughs> <laughs> that's your argument. Yeah. What about like? Okay, so this is one of my favorite things. Is <laughs> what's one of my favorite things? A sock and sandal related thing. Sorry, I shouldn't interrupt. Keep going. All right, maybe not one of my favorite things. <laughs> but this is a really nice time of the day. All mm-hmm. right, so like I usually work out more in the afternoon or in the evening. Mm-hmm. I usually, you know, I'll work in the morning, afternoon, hit the workout once I'm done with everything. And, you know, you hit the gym, you put your gym shoes on. I always like, you know, I've got a pair of shoes that I always wear while I'm in the gym. Yeah. I get done with the gym. How nice is it to take off your shoes and put some sandals on and just fucking... You know, no, I'm. I understand. I I appreciate that feeling as well. Like yeah. even this morning, I went to the gym. Like I lifted. Um, I swam my laps in the pool. Got in the sauna. Very delightful thing. And I come back. I hop in the shower real quick at the gym, and then I put my sandals on and I walk out very nice in my sandals, feeling very good. My feet feel good because I'm no longer in those shoes. But I have taken those socks off. This is what people don't know. So, like, you hit the pool, though. Kevin's like, got the stinky foot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have stinky feet? Not as bad as yours, apparently. So, what about slides? Like, if you have, if you have slides on. you don't Even with slides, you don't wear socks? No. So, no. like, okay. Like, I wouldn't wear, like, like something I would wear to the beach. Like, if I was wearing, like, thong flip-flops. Yeah. Like full on flip flops, I wouldn't put socks on with those. Yeah. That, in my opinion, is dorky. You but like get the toe socks, you have to do the whole thing. Oh yeah, you get the little thing riding up in your sock. Mm-hmm. Seems like a will move. I find it pretty sure I've seen him. With- <laughs> <laughs> but I, the Birkenstocks, I feel like they're like more of like a slide than they are a sandal. I get it, but yeah, I've never worn slides with socks either. That's crazy. So all these people that are talking about not like they're they don't wear slides. Where do you fall on this, Ryan? Yeah, that's important. With slides, I would be fine with socks, just because mm-hmm. I think about basketball, sure. soccer, stuff like that. Walking to and from slides with socks. Mm-hmm. Regular day stuff, no socks. Regular day stuff with slides, no socks though. Yeah, sandals, slides doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like no socks on a regular day basis. If it's in like a gym setting or going to some type of sporting activity, yeah, mm-hmm. I can get behind socks yeah. with them. That's the only time. Though. I've I've done definitely like uh, like if I played soccer, like a pickup game of soccer or something like that. Then I could definitely, I definitely, I would say I have worn slides. And uh, there's no better feeling though, right? When you take the cleats off or basketball mm-hmm. shoes off and you just get into the slides, it's mm. a great feeling. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you were trying to tell me. No, but I'm saying that like that's a that's a very rare occasion. Like it's just not a common thing. I'm typically well, I do that at sock the gym. offs too. I just I just uh. prefer the sock. Let the tootsies breathe, brother. <laughs> Get them little piggies out there. Come on. Let them go to the market with some fresh hair. Stanley, what do you think? Mm. Yeah. He is. 
Dude, he's been he's been pacing around. Yeah, he's a bit. very nervous he's about this uh, entire situation. I'm just not sure what's going on. Nope. And I don't I'm like a, <laughs> might go hang out in the hallway a little yeah, bit more. That's a good idea. <laughs> no, I think uh I mean it's just So but here's the deal. Is though. this does no one else do this? Am I the but other people do this though, here's right? Here's the deal. Here's, Am I just an idiot? I don't know. It's not say you're an idiot. Maybe a doofus. But um, the thing is, though, is like you're making these arguments, like, oh, in this situation I do it, in this situation I do it, in this situation I do it. But we are sitting here. You put socks on to put those because I've got on. mangled toes. Well, yeah, but would you, t- tell me this. Yeah, scouts honor, and you're an eagle scout. So where's your where's your thing? Is it hanging up? I don't know if I have any Eagle Scout stuff in here. I need I need something. In here. What a dweeb. Um, but it's one of those things that Scout's Honor, would you have just worn your Birkenstocks and without socks tonight? Okay, so I genuinely was I so I came home, took a shower, and I put my Birkenstocks on mm-hmm. and without socks. Were you feeling pressured by the internet? So, okay, so I wanted to stand up for myself because I knew this would come up. So there's two reasons that I put socks on. Mm-hmm. So number one, I wasn't wearing socks socks to begin with. I was walking around the house like freely, no socks. Like mm-hmm. it's not like I don't wear wear these without socks. That's when I dropped the bench on my toe. I'm just saying I feel like I can find eight pictures on Instagram right now of you in Birkenstocks and socks. Yeah, I would say I'd probably do it more often. Okay. But, like, there's definitely, t- like, I'll do a lot of times where I won't wear socks. Mm-hmm. But, like, one, like, you know, like I don't know if my toes swelled up or, like, or like got bruised or anything. So, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm, I might cover them up with yeah. a sock. Two, I was like, if I go into this podcast wearing Birkenstocks and no socks, I will, will not li- live it down. No, no. So, yeah, I had, I had to stand up for myself. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Your decision. Good. Yeah. If I would have done, if I would have worn, I feel like I would have gotten more shit if I wouldn't have worn socks. Scale of one to ten, how self-conscious about it are you now? I don't feel like I'm that self-conscious. I'm just, I'm curious. I've drank a lot of whiskey. Yeah, I'm so. feeling it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like my fourth glass of 120-something proof whiskey. I've got a little ice left. Do we want to grab something else? What do you got? What do you, what do you got in there? How would your ice melt faster than mine? You breathe on your ice? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going to be staying the night here if I keep drinking. <laughs> we don't need that. You do have a guest room. It's very nice. Um, but. So, look, sounds like we settled that argument. Socks and sandals are the way to go. <laughs> we, we can move on from now. Yeah. Well, I don't know about all that. In the comments, please let us know. Yeah. That's that's what we'd like to hear most. Yeah. What do you think D-hat stands for? And are you You're a socks and sandals or no socks and sandals type of person? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. Ryan, can you do us a favor and can you tell people where to find the podcast? Mm. It should be just on all platforms. All so. platforms. Podcast.com. Check it out. <laughs> about to say you can find it. You should uh, go to Apple and Spotify. Full Spotify. transparency. I don't know that 100% yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, make sure I didn't know when somebody everything. asked me. I'll make sure it gets up to everything with the first one and figure out therefore after. Yeah. This is but, what you get with the first episode. Yeah. How yeah. long have we gone? We're about in hour 45. Hour 45 plus what's on the other camera? That is with plus. 
Oh, gotcha. Not bad. Uh, Hour 45? Yeah. I feel like that's a good time range. This is you wrapping up. I had more stuff to talk about. Oh, keep, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think... Uh, yeah, I think it went smooth. I think uh, yeah. I think it's been good. I appreciate everybody who uh, has tuned in. You know, we've seen quite a few people follow. Um, you know, let us know what you guys think, I guess, or if there's things that you want to hear us talk about or things that we want to kind of continue to go over uh, and express. You know, I think that this is a cool opportunity to just kind of show people, um, you know, life outside of Triad as well. You know, obviously we talked about Triad and Define quite a bit too, but it's also, you know, a bit about just us and um, kind of, you know, what like us just inside and outside of the store too. So um, I'm excited. You know, we plan to have some guests on uh, for future mm-hmm. episodes. We've got um, some pretty cool people, honestly, um, that have, um, we've kind of, I heard that burp over the headphones. I kept my mouth closed. Mm, that's enough. But I, uh, we, um, you know, we've got some pretty cool people lined up that I feel like, um, you know, we're not going to do guests every time, but it's going to be one of those things where we're going to add people in when we can. And I think we've got a pretty cool lineup of people um, excited to kind of see as this continues to go. But uh, again, if you guys want to hear anything specific, you guys want us to go over anything um, or talk about anything, I'm sure we'd love to hear it and just kind of any feedback of kind of what you guys thought. So, um, yeah. This has been the Unsuccessful Entrepreneur Podcast. This has been fun. Dude, super fun. I don't know if it'll be fun to listen to, but I had fun talking. Yeah, right. We might never post this. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know yet. We might have to try again tomorrow. But um, so far, I I think it's pretty good. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, guys.